Welcome back to another edition of Talent Talk. This is edition number 25, and we're already right on the cusp of spring break here at UNF. Time is flying by. We'll take a quick look at what happened last week. Some teams are in postseason competition. Today's interview, we will talk to Cameron Cooney and Grace Gumpel of the women's track and field and cross country teams. Looking first at the men's basketball team, men's basketball was pitted against number three, Lipscomb in the semifinals of the ASUN Men's Basketball Championship. Lipscomb and UNF went back and forth for the entire game before the Bisons hit a game-winning shot with 4.5 seconds left to go in the game. North Florida finished their regular season with a very impressive 21-12 overall record. Women's basketball just finished up their season yesterday in the semifinals, another semifinals appearance for the women's basketball team. UNF defeated Jacksonville at Jacksonville for the second time in as many trips to Jacksonville this season. Jazz Bond had 25 points and put up eight blocks in that win. The Ospreys fell to number one FGCU in the semifinals. Men's and women's tennis, they're rolling along right now. They are combined 18 and three on the season. The men's team split its games this past week, uh, falling to number 24 Duke before defeating Chattanooga 5-2. The women's team downed a very good Navy squad that was on Monday. Beach volleyball went 1-1 against foes, non-exhibition foes, after defeating UNCW 5-0 and falling to number 2 Number 2-3 Florida State, the Ospreys defeated St. John's River State in an exhibition play following that. North Florida is 2-6 on the season after going to Atlanta to face two more ranked foes. They face six ranked opponents this season. North Florida's matches at South Carolina have unfortunately been canceled due to the recent news uh, associated with the coronavirus. UNF baseball is coming off a very strong 9-5 win against Ohio State. Tanner Clark hit a three-run homer. Eddie Miller had three and two-thirds uh, of work earning the save for that one. Men's soccer competed in a spring match and earned a draw against a good UCF team. Men's golf finished sixth of 15 teams at the General Hackler Championship in Conway, South Carolina. The women's squad finished first of 16 teams at the UNF Collegiate. Very impressive there. So after that quick wrap-up, let's talk to our guest today. Thank you for being in the studio today, Cameron and Grace. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having us. So um, you guys are kind of transitioning right now in, in your seasons, and you've, you've, you've both performed really well in the fall and in um, kind of the winter-spring session. What, what does your season look like right now? What does training look like right now? I talked to Coach Pig just the other day. I'm like, what are you guys doing? And he's just like, I'm pushing them real hard or mm -hmm. said something along those lines. And uh, so what does that look like? Um, well, we just um, came off of our indoor track season, and um, that's basically just building like a good base and just kind of getting races in leading into outdoor season. So right now, we're just fine-tuning things we figured out didn't work in indoor just so we can perform better in outdoor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree um, pretty much what Cameron said. We're kind of, I guess not like a break, but like we have a couple weeks before we have our first outdoor meet. And so we're just really working hard and um, definitely hitting faster paces, especially for me being a mid-distance, mm -hmm. a lot of 400s. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, those 400s, they'll, they'll get you. They're a grinder. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, how do you mentally, just talking about running mid-distance, 
um, how do you find that sweet spot as a runner to really be able to push yourself, but also, you know, leave enough in the tank for when you need it? Or do you just push, do you just go full bore? Yeah. Um, well, you definitely have to pace yourself, especially like, for example, tomorrow we have, um, I have eight 400s. And so we break it up to, into fours, set of fours. Mm-hmm. So like one set and then take like a longer break in another set. So like definitely the first set, I'm going to push myself, but I know I have another set. So like, I'm like, okay, I don't want to go like all out and just totally waste it because I have another set. So like you definitely have to pace yourself because that's how a race is too. You can't just go all the way out on one lap because you have like four. Mm-hmm. For you guys training indoor and outdoor um, for that season, obviously you're going to be running outdoor here mm-hmm. at practice. Um, is there a different approach, though, for training for an indoor meet versus an outdoor meet? I wouldn't say there's, like, a completely different mm-hmm. approach. Like, for indoor, obviously the track is smaller, so there's more laps, but ultimately it's the same distance. Mm-hmm. So there really isn't a lot of um, varying in mm-hmm. how we approach it or how we train. It's mm-hmm. all pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I agree with that too like it definitely is pretty similar but then again like for me it's a little different because I'm a steeplechase runner mm-hmm. so like I do hurdles for outdoor and that's a lot different like the workouts are way different because I'm jumping over yeah. hurdles but other than like that it's pretty much the same because like Cameron said it is the same distance just um 400 opposed to a 200. Steeplechase is a very interesting event. Mm-hmm. They do, it's just very bizarre. Oh, yeah. You know, so like, hard. why why do we have this water pit? Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, like, what is mm-hmm. what is that? You know, like, where, why, where did this come from? When you throw in little skills in track, mm-hmm. um, and Cam, you can chime in on this for yeah. what experience you've had, but, like, when you throw in little things that mix up just from running, mm-hmm. like, how do you prioritize your time and how do you, how much time do you devote to doing those hurdles versus running? And like, how do you make sure you've got enough time in for those things? Like, are you asking like when I, so in like a practice, like how much time are you going to devote to doing the skill base part of that event? So versus like just the effort of running. Yeah. Yeah. So probably, um, so we normally have, uh, two workouts a week. So one of those days we'll do a steeple workout. And then um, every day that we don't have a workout, we'll do steeple drills at the end of just a normal run. So, like, today we just had a normal run, and so then I did steeple drills. So mm. um, we just practice jumping over the hurdles, and we do um, hip mobility and mm-hmm. some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're always, like, even though um, steeple, like, that event isn't, like, my main thing. I'm just a lot of just, like, running, just playing 5K, mm-hmm. 10K kind of running. Mm-hmm. Um we do hurdle mobility and everything just to kind of do those small extra things that kind of gives you an extra edge, even if you aren't necessarily jumping over things or having a hurdle things Mm -hmm. in like races or, um, different events like high jump, triple Mm -hmm. jump and all that. What does a, what does a runner enjoy that's in track and field and cross country? What do you guys embrace the most in terms of your workouts? I, I love when I'm feeling good and like Mm -hmm. I can push myself and I'm still, like, even though I'm tired, like, I can push myself, I guess, faster than, like, I would if I wasn't, like, tired. I don't know. It's hard yeah. to explain. But you, like, like, you have those days where you feel good and you don't know why necessarily all yeah. the time and you just are able to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just fun 
getting to train and just kind of push yourself and like the people around you to like kind of different levels and areas you didn't know you necessarily could go and it's fun like going to meets and seeing it all click mm-hmm. and just being like super happy and just knowing that everything we've been doing like is working and everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so track is and, and cross country is one of those interesting sports where it's 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 also kind of combining a team and mm-hmm. an individual um more so in cross country obviously because you have a team score and then mm-hmm. you have your personal placing time um for you guys how do you like are you aware of your competition are you like because other sports you coaches will request this or i want to scout they'll scout this you know team a certain way they know specific players do this with a runner i mean are you like this person runs fast i want to beat that person or that type of thing yeah we definitely um we don't usually like meet as a team and like scout out particular teams like i mean when we go into conference we definitely are aware of what teams do what and how they've been performing but just from like meet to meet everyone in your event you know particular people you always race against you know how they approach races do they go out super fast do they wait at the end do they have a kick kind of thing but we don't focus too much on it because at the end of the day it's how you perform and like so much can Mm -hmm. change like from meet to meet with how you're feeling Mm -hmm. and stuff yeah i definitely agree with that like i'll know like certain girls oh like last meet i was like close to her i'm gonna try to beat her this time but like it really is like at the end of the day, you and the clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah, not I that guess. person that's going to help mm-hmm. you win. It's going to be yourself. So, mm-hmm. so running kind of has that um, that community that extends past college athletics. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's um, very personal, and a lot of people do it, and they keep track of everything that they do, and they run, and they you know they log what they eat and and how they eat, and when they've run that day, how they felt. Um, do you guys see running in that way at all? Or do you imagine, you know, kind of being a part of a running community after college even? Oh, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I always tell my mom, I want to be that mom with the stroller and run in a running. group. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Because yeah. I, I feel like it's something we've all been doing for, like, quite yeah. a long time mm-hmm. to where it's just been the routine of mm-hmm. what we do on a daily basis. So I can really see myself and just probably everyone mm-hmm. just continuing, even if it is just for your own, mm-hmm. like, leisure and mm-hmm. just enjoyment. How do you guys keep track of your runs? Do your coaches keep track of, like, performance at practice and where you guys are finishing and your times? And do they log that stuff at practice? And do you also keep track of it, too? Yeah. Okay. We have a running log. Yeah. And then um, there's, like, this chart in our coach's office, and we just, like, write down, like, our weekly mileage and stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, yeah, um, the coaches will be timing at different like parts of the track and then um coach king will mm-hmm. usually write down splits and ask us where we're at so they can just have a general idea of like who's feeling good and how the team's looking but you don't necessarily have to write things down but i think a lot of people's personal mm-hmm. things and just being runners in general we like keeping track of like little details mm-hmm. like that so you, if something's not working you can easily look back and see what you've been doing mm-hmm. so yeah i think we all buy a journal mm-hmm. <laughs> what are those details that you've really picked up on about running since you came to unf versus the running you did as a high school athlete um i think running more has honestly made me a better runner because mm-hmm. in high school um i just ran like 25 miles a week and then when i got to college i bumped up to like 45 to 50 mm-hmm. and honestly just running more really mm-hmm. has really helped me and definitely the workouts too because 
it's just so much different. Mm-hmm. Does how's your bot? How did how has your guys's body responded to that mileage increase? Because I feel like some people probably do just have an inherent threshold mm-hmm. that they reach and they don't perform well. How do you know what that mileage is that you can still operate well under? So I'm definitely more sore all the time, but um, I honestly like actually feel better because I mean, I haven't really noticed that much difference other than I'm just more sore because I'm just running more. Mm -hmm. But um, I think honestly it has made me a better runner, Mm -hmm. just practicing more um, faster paces and I haven't hit my threshold yet, mm-hmm. thank goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, so, yeah. Good. No, yeah, that's the same. Like, I, I came to college, and I did a huge bump up from, like, weekly mileage, and just the quality and just, like, the endurance, really, like, focus mm-hmm. of our workouts. I mm-hmm. feel like that's changed a lot of just how I feel. And I feel a lot stronger in college than I did um, in high school. So it's been, like, exciting to mm-hmm. see that transition and mm-hmm. just see the whole team, like, kind of learn because I knew in the beginning, especially our first semester, we were all just trying to figure out like what events, where we belonged mileage-wise. But I feel like we're all starting to get a, like a mm-hmm. hang of what we need to do in order to get better. As distance runners, how do you guys get faster? What's the key to getting faster as a distance runner? Lots of recovery. Definitely, And just like yeah. being very, um, yeah, just recovery. And also <laughs> definitely consistency because yeah. you can't just run 50 miles and then next week run... 25 miles mm-hmm. and then next week run 30 miles like it has to be consistent because i mean it's the detail yeah. your yeah. body's not for gonna sure. understand mm-hmm. yeah going it's gonna be like what yeah because yeah. it's because do you guys feel that as distance runners you kind of have like a natural pace that you go mm-hmm. to if you're not like really trying to improve your time per se you're just gonna say i'm gonna run today mm-hmm. you yeah, have a natural sure. pace yeah yeah so how do you use that knowledge and are you aware of like, okay, I need to go faster here and get away from that like natural pace to improve your time? Is it like you have mm-hmm. to push past that to get the improvement in time? It honestly depends on how I'm feeling that day because yeah. say like the day before we had a really hard workout, mm-hmm. then the next day I'm going to feel really sore. So naturally I'm going to go a little bit slower to just to recover my body. Mm-hmm. But then say like it's an easier workout or I'm not as sore, then I'm going to push that pace mm-hmm. and just honestly it's how you feel that day because honestly like running is definitely like how you feel because if you're extremely sore and tired and fatigued then you're not going to want to push that pace because then you're just going to get more tired mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so it, it's truly just mm-hmm. self-assessment for sure yeah. yeah what are your coaches what, you know coach king krupa hey what do they what do they talk about with you guys about about that stuff or do you learn that on your own? Um, I think it's a mixture mm-hmm. of like I feel like coming in to college, like already have running in high school and maybe before that, like you kind of already know how your body responds to certain things and you kinda of just have to be like they expect you to just be smart about it, but like also we have really good communication with all mm-hmm. of them and just like how we're feeling. And I feel like just times I've talked with Coach Pig, like we we know what paces like I need to be running just regular runs at or like workouts at. So I feel like just a lot of communication helps with that and just having um, conversations about yeah, what we need sure. to do. How do you how do your coaches keep track of um, you know those those little differences in in time and how much a runner needs since they're managing so many athletes they're managing 
men's and women's teams. Mm-hmm. How do they keep track of that from what you guys can tell? I think just day after day seeing us run and how we perform and just just from talk, talking about like how we're feeling week after week, um, they usually will have different groups. Like for regular runs, we'll all run together mm-hmm. and like you kind of can go with whatever group you want. But for workouts, he has set paces for different mm-hmm. things and he'll put you in things that he knows you can either get to work back to or just knowing that like this is probably good for now mm-hmm. so they kind of decide that but yeah regular runs mm-hmm. you can have that option basically mm-hmm. how grace was saying it's how you feel that day mm-hmm. um so you you know coming off of the indoor championships and you you know what events you're going to run in um and, and you know how the structure of the day um which is another one of the unique parts of you know being in track and cross country versus a basketball player doesn't know when I'm going to get the ball or, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm mm-hmm. coach is going to sub me in. Mm-hmm. How do you mentally prepare for those days and what do you do during those days? Because they're really long. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. What do you do? Like, you know, obviously there's a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you prepare for that? So if I'm running at like in the afternoon, um, I'll probably just like try to just chill and not walk around my legs very much. Um, make sure I get a lot of um, calories that day mm-hmm. for the morning because, like, right leading up to the race, I personally can't eat, like, too much, like, two hours before mm-hmm. just because my stomach. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm running at, like, 12, I'll have, like, a gigantic breakfast and then maybe, like, a little bar or something. But then if our race is more, like, towards the end of the day, like, 4 or 6, which happens a lot, especially outdoor track, mm-hmm. then... Um, I'll just do like a little shakeout in the morning, just so like my legs aren't just like shocked from like just. It's like oh up. my yeah. gosh! Like everybody know that I'm sure you guys yeah. have run like very yeah. very soon after waking up in the morning oh, and being yeah, like exactly. so tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um and then like I said like I obviously can't have dinner if I'm mm-hmm. running at like six. So like I'll just have like maybe a huge breakfast and then a medium lunch and then. Mm-hmm. I'm just ready. Yeah, just making sure you're yeah. eating and hydrating correctly and, like, not moving too much, but also moving some mm-hmm. so you don't get that shock. Yeah, you're not so, fatigued, but you're loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And even now, I feel like sometimes I still have to work on finding that balance because, yeah. like, it just switches. Like, yeah, because, yeah, like, some days, like, or, like, a previous uh, meet, like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that worked so good. I'm going to do that again. But then the next time I'm like, I, just my body's, like, shocked. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is happening? Mm-hmm. How does the diet of a runner vary from the general population? Definitely, you got to eat a lot of carbs, mm-hmm. like, for sure, because, I mean, that's your energy fuel. But, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Like, I, I kind of just eat whatever. I feel like it varies a lot, too, yeah. with, like, what event or, like, what kind of runner you are, too. Because, like, even within the running community, everyone has their own preference. Like, some people can eat whatever they want, and it works for them. They feel good, and then the other people are very strict, yeah. and they only eat certain things or they have set meals that they know works for them so they just eat it it's kind of just personal preference really really, and what makes your body feel the best Mm -hmm. yeah because you you do see the general acceptance of carbs that works and but obviously now with the new diets that are coming in and new trends i mean you get people that are runners and they run long distance and they'll might be a ketogenic person you know Mm -hmm. they're gonna eat a high fat diet Mm -hmm. but generally 
I think most people feel like those diets sit don't sit well when That's, you run. Yeah, definitely. Like you're not gonna probably be eating a lot of bacon in the no, morning no. before a run. Or even like <laughs> like I'll definitely never have like yogurt or something. Okay. Like some people I are run. dairy. It's some just too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people don't handle the dairy well. I mean, is it more of a bland diet if you're bland diet, high carbs. Is that generally how it's gonna be in the morning if you're gonna eat a big breakfast? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's very simple things that digest well. Yeah. Nothing that's mm-hmm. going to make your digestive system be like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how I'll have, like, yeah. a bagel of peanut butter and banana. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 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 Because it's like, oh, man, I had some sausage and eggs this morning. Yeah. You can find a, kind of feel it in my throat yeah. right now. <laughs> so you it's don't, probably not going to feel too good yeah, in the first lap Yeah, or you're really kind of working hard to get through it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not yeah. processing. Um, talking about hydration, I know from my experience – when you're hydrating really well, especially in Florida, um, you're just going to feel fresher. Oh, for sure. Is, is it really difficult to stay on top of your hydration as a runner, as a long-distance runner? Honestly, not really because, like, I naturally, honestly, just drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. And so, and I have a hydro flask, and I'm not even kidding. Like, I'll just, like, So I'll you like it cold, it, like... then? You like your water cold? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think... A lot of, I think just in general, a lot of people nowadays have reusable water bottles, mm-hmm. but like, I think the majority of us on the team have yeah. some big type of water bottle and we're all just mm-hmm. constantly refilling it and yeah. drinking out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cold water is definitely a lot more refreshing after you run or in the Florida heat. They do say, I mean, after a run for sure, but they do also say that, you know, you, your body absorbs it quicker and some people that are, I'm not as diligent about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just trying to get water intake. Yeah. So it's like, I just need something to go down quick because I'm not making it a priority right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but how has it been growing up in Florida, um, you know, being natives and running in Florida and, um, adjusting to the heat? Cause I'm, I'm from, I'm from up North and it mm-hmm. is a huge difference even in March. Like Florida's March is my July. Yeah. You know? And so, <laughs> yeah. 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 It definitely is challenging, especially for the summer because summer training is just so brutal because you have to just, you have to hit so many miles a week and it's just so hot. But honestly, you just, I mean, you have to be diligent and just wake up early mm-hmm. and just get it done. And that's what Nathan said when I talked to him. Mm-hmm. And it's really that schedule, that mm-hmm. time of day that you're running that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, especially in summer days when it's going to be hot. Like, even when I have earlier classes this semester, I get up before and run because I'm like, I'm not trying to run in the heat. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's a lower mileage day, like, it's going to take so much out of you. So it's just trying to avoid things that are going to drain you mm-hmm. as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, looking ahead to your schedule and the rest of the spring and um, having about a couple more weeks off until the competition, that mm-hmm. is. Um, and then, you know, you have a couple events and then you have a couple weeks off. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit less in terms of competition dates than some other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you stay locked in during those times? I guess it would just be like reminding yourself like why you show up to practice every day and just like simple things of just knowing each day you're running or each time you push yourself it's just gonna make it that much more exciting when you show up to race Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what keeps me yeah for sure I agree yeah Mm -hmm. um kind of going off in another area you guys are both nursing majors which I just learned Mm -hmm. yes Um, so you guys study a lot together um we did the first Mm -hmm. year but now we're kind of 
We're in different take, yeah. program routes, okay. but we still definitely talk a lot about yeah, for everything. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were having a little conversation, and I was like, seems like she might be a nursing major. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's definitely a good uh, study partner. Mm -hmm. Okay. Keeps me accountable. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when, when's the sweet spot for, for you guys to study? Because, I mean, you a lot of times you'll have early practice and, and whatnot, but some people like studying at night. Mm -hmm. You go to the library late at night or do whatnot. Do whatnot. When do you guys find time to do that? Because nursing requires a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not really a night person. Okay. So, yeah, because especially during cross country when we yeah. have practice really early, I like mm -hmm. to just go to bed and get my sleep because that's, like, another thing. Like, runners definitely need their sleep. But um, probably the afternoon, like, when we're just right after practice. Yeah, and, just periodically yeah. throughout the day, just spacing it out so we're not cramming because mm -hmm. that's yeah. always stressful. And mm -hmm. if it's, like, sure. 10 p.m. and you have an exam the next day, you do not want to start mm -hmm. looking at mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and the, those things work hand in hand. I mean, the benefits of running and performing well in the classroom and just being sharp mentally. I mean, yeah. they, they do, I think there's a link there. That's yeah. what I found, too. Um, what are you guys' respective goals with nursing? Do you want to be nurses? Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. mm -hmm. that's yeah. a goal. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure yet, like, specifically where I want to be in nursing, but, yeah, the end goal is to get that degree. Gotcha. Okay. A lot of a lot of hours, a lot of work, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. Um, if I were to ask both of you guys, one place that you want to run, it could be you know a marathon, half marathon, a special mm -hmm. race, whatever type of race it is. Where is that in the world that you want to do it? So I really want to run at the Oregon Track headquarters. It okay. is. That's I mean, it's, it's the just so cool. Like. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. If I could just do one lap on there. Yeah. Because it's through the forest. Yeah, that's yeah cool. like there's yeah. like a forest in the middle of the track. It's just beautiful. So, yeah, I guess I don't think I've ever thought that's of special, one yeah. place, but there's a lot of places that seem super cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, there's new destinations every yeah. day, it seems mm -hmm. like, for, for long distance running because oh, it's yeah. a community that's really mm -hmm. blowing up right now. And, sure. Um, get the crazy ultra marathoners yeah. and, and all that stuff and and whatnot and i don't know if you guys have any comments about them but uh would you want to be them one day i give them a lot of respect yeah. i i don't know if that's me yeah okay yeah as um that's yeah i don't know what it is but that's the trend right now it seems yeah. like yeah so um guys have any other comments you want to share about about this season or about how you guys are feeling before um things really ramp up for you guys at the end of this month well, I'm just honestly excited for outdoor, and um, I'm excited to see if I can beat my time from last year for steeplechase, because mm -hmm. that is definitely a hard race and um, very mentally challenging, so I'm excited to get back and jump some hurdles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just really excited to see like how everything we've been doing, how it all comes together, and just see our performances as a team. All right. All right. Thanks again for coming in today, guys. I know it was short notice. I appreciate that. Um, Grace Gumpel, and uh, Cameron Cooney. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks for that. Good luck with your training. You're in between seasons, so to speak, right now, in between indoor and outdoor. And then once you get done with outdoor, it's back to getting ready for cross country. So looking ahead quickly at the rest of this weekend, a lot is up in the air right now with updates around the coronavirus. But on our schedule for right now, women's tennis will still be playing East Tennessee State University. Men's tennis will go to Tampa for matches against South Alabama and USF. As mentioned, beach volleyball will not be playing.
baseball will host Illinois State. Softball, as of now, will be going to Longwood, Florida, and the swimming team is in Cleveland competing at the National Invitational Championships. So thanks again for listening to another edition of Talent Talk. Catch more in episode 26. That is next week.